Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Tales from the TARDIS podcast. I'm your host Scott Summers and today is going to be my commentary of series 10 episode 2, Smile. Now just before we head into this, I'm just going to say there's going to be a few references I'm going to pick up on through this commentary so be sure to listen out for them. Um, And the only other thing to say is if you're ready you're going to want your uh, copy of Doctor Who Series 10 Episode 2 Smile queued up as I have on BBC iPlayer and we get ready to play so 3, 2, 1, let's go I do love the jokes with these chairs and Mr. Fantastic reference just love that Bill does know her sci-fi and her uh, comic books doesn't she that's a lovely little callback to the doctor's wife there doesn't always take you where you want to go, but always takes you where you need to go. And another little reference in there, stole it, obviously. Long-running theme to the... He did steal it, really. You know, he borrowed it. He does intend to return it. Probably won't. And now we get to Matt Lucas's very brief appearance. Mum. Doctor already seems to be getting a bit tired of uh, that Lucas and Snardal. But this does bring up a very intriguing point. What is this oath that the Doctor has taken to stay on Earth guarding the vaults? Just we just get that little bit more information. And that's all we get of him. Very brief this week, and now after that pre-ramble, it's uh, on with the episode. And here we go into the future. This. Uh, this series very uh, clearly from the start replicating um, the first series with Rose start off in the present second episode future third episode we see at the end and the next time trailer going into the past and a lovely little guest appearance here as we see the smiling emoji bots as they're called I love the visuals of this vast area of crops. And here we get a lovely little cameo appearance from Mina Anwar. Very uh, timely, obviously. I gave a mini uh, 
tribute to Elizabeth Sladen in the middle of the week and uh, Mina Anwar obviously played um, Gita Chandra, Rani's mother in the Sarah Jane Adventures and we see her here trying to smile her way through giving the news of all of these deaths and she knows what's happening as we slowly see two tears the robot and here come the robots we see there came out of the ceiling and they swarm and just leave her to bones mm, a very small appearance as we leave there and obviously this happiness or death as it is uh, in the robot's eyes seems a bit like a callback to um, an episode I've not got around to watching yet from the classic series, uh, The Happiness Patrol, 7th Doctor and Ace, 25th season of the show I think, year before it was cancelled, obviously similar dynamic with uh, the Seventh Doctor and Ace and the Twelfth Doctor and Bill, you know, student professor type thing. And, oh, just again the visuals from this field of crops. The sky looks amazing. And when they showed the ship, it just looks stunning. And we get another little. Comedian Circuit call back there, obviously. Comedian Circuit gets brought up every once in a while. And again, all of the... I keep bringing it up, but I love the visual, the whole visuals of this. And a lovely little modern-day Bill taking a selfie as she walks through her uh, first alien planet. Now I wonder when we will see what all of these things were that happened. Why he made that vault. Or why he got, oh, he's guarding it. Uh, but he obviously doesn't want to talk about it. It's just so nice to see the Doctor when he's still so positive. He sees this building as pure optimism of the human race. And I love how these emoji bots are controlled almost by the, these little robots but still seem to have so much personality themselves and wouldn't you just love <laughs> if they uh, kitted out your ear so it could work as a phone although given that 
Nowadays, people seem to use their mobiles to do everything except make phone calls. It'd be very interesting to just be able to. Uh... <laughs> I, do you know what I do love? I saw this when I first watched it. The doctor's T-shirt is. It's just got a couple of holes in it. It just looks doesn't look too pristine and too nice. That is a robot. You're right there, Bill. With a face face that looks a bit too friendly to not be threatening. It speaks emoji. Is there a more modern episode than a robot that speaks emoji? And the badges. The design of the badges is amazing. I love how it's the face is on the other side, so you can never see your own mood, as the doctor puts it. If you could see your own mood, it would affect your mood. And then the way when they do attach them, it just attaches itself to your back. It's a great design. It does, in theory, make a lot of sense in terms of the robots and the civilization they're trying to create here for these, for one of the last groups of humans. on your back <laughs> only downside or possibly a surprising upside to those badges Definitely feels uh, modern. Just, you know, cubes of jelly. That's all you need, isn't it? Cubes of jelly. Apologies if you heard a uh, phone ring there in the background. Human cutlery. Emojis. Of course it was human. I do love how, <laughs> how how small the pieces peel cuts of this cube of jelly. This amazing. I wonder if that is a callback. Love the explanation for why the doctor has uh, two portions. 
does make sense that they would uh, recognise it as two hearts. <laughs> and I love how the doctor just doesn't want to give an explanation. Just keeps thinking. And Bill just doesn't understand one bit. It's it's amazing. <laughs> and everything the doctor's theorising at this point, you think, well, yeah, that all makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't it? First, first time in his mind when he thinks there's something wrong. again if you heard a uh, phone ring. At least for now Bill is happy about her first alien planet. So refreshing to see a new companion, new eyes and that new sense of adventure. Still new, still young, still amazed. And now the doctor starts working his head through it, he's found that necklace. And we get the start of the tale of the magic haddock. Which just makes me want to eat some fish, but I don't think that's the purpose of the story. Calcium-based, like calcium-based life form. Lovely little use of the sonic, don't need too much of it. Just there. And one more, yep. And there we are on the... In the 15th minute of the episode, it takes a turn from the perspective of the Doctor and Bill. We saw it take that turn five minutes in, but for them it's just happened. And now it's a very different episode from their point of view. That's a uh, slightly poor choice of words there, the uh, skeleton crew.
And yes, it does. That obviously feels like a reference to um, Heaven Sent when he was being chased by this veil that needed to, only needed to move slowly because it knew it could catch him. Lovely uh, fake smile there from Bill. And again with the magic habit. And another apology for the uh, phone ring. The lovely fake smiles as the Doctor and Bill walk their way through. You have to wonder what uh, the Doctor thinks of the intelligence of these robots at this point. And whether the smile is uh, done enough. And oh, a lovely little double throwback there Wiltshire the start of Stonehenge if you didn't know scene of the Pandorica opens and uh, if they go to Aberdeen slight chance they might end up in uh, Croydon or uh, I know the uh, doctor can get those wrong another little uh, Sarah Jane call back there At this point, I did wonder what the Doctor was thinking until we see that he's just trying to leave Bill out of harm's way. His companions never seem to just sit there. subject home for the doctor <laughs> but the doctor is right from his point of view he thinks there is a colony ship on the way the only thing he can do realistically at this point is blow it up but you know the TARDIS has broadband Box. They are the helpline. The eleventh doctor was the helpline when Clara couldn't uh, find the internet. Advice and assistance obtainable immediately, and you do get that with the doctor.
Sí. Happy. Happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy. <laughs> the light bulb there for when you think of an idea. There we are, Bill straight back in there. Scottish. Need a Scottish reference for Capaldi in his last series here. He's so Scottish. Is the outline? <laughs> oh, you know you do more than that, Doctor. And the wall. At this point, I saw the holes in the wall. Thought they have just come through the wall forgetting that at the start of the episode I had seen they came straight out of the wall they are the wall all of a sudden this whole place could just come crumbling down another little uh, use of the sonic there far better than the uh, sonic sunglasses if I do say so I thought they did have their place but they gimmick was maybe played out a bit too much and it's great to see another new design of the sonic screwdriver as well Yes, Doctor, but you did try and convince the Vikings that you were Odin. That didn't go too well, did it? Although that was because of the mire. But, you know, you ended up giving Maisie Williams eternal life. Hmm. Not too many problems with that. You know, she's keeping Clara safe for now. Somewhere around there. simple to open although I do love how we see the robot open it uh, later on you would expect to live in peace wouldn't you if you just uh, left the earth together in a ship and now the robots are getting worried I was waiting for them as they all stood up there to almost all take off start flying <laughs> Vardy uh, much better than humans no uh, not going to make any football references there 
but yes, robot design. Definitely better than uh, human design. Especially intelligent mini-robots. And again, not going to make every mini-robot reference in Doctor Who and its associated shows because there are too many to count. And it's simple. Come all the way across this, across the galaxy. A map is still a map. You're going to guide me to there. <laughs> yes, Bill. I do love how there's a flashing blue light dictating uh, where they are. Yes, yeah, sure. Allowed. <laughs> Doctor isn't allowed to do anything. He just wanders through space and time doing what he wants. sleeping <clears throat> great set design for the inside of this spaceship I do say so I know it's the mechanical part of the spaceship and that hatch triggered the robots to come straight after him the thing, new companion, Doctor will try and keep you out of trouble, Bill. He means well, most of the time. But yeah, snap a photo, straight off there. Gotta say, I thought about it about as quickly as Bill did. <laughs> Lovely little, uh, obviously the last humans definitely feel like they had a thing for ancient, ancient Egypt. Maybe it makes a comeback. onto the badge on her back as we just get the expression and here we are and then one moment that I thought was almost a bit of light relief there just the uh, <laughs> dead expression on the badge there and here comes the robot slow robot I love the uh, keys for eyes unlock 
up. There's a lovely little touch there. I was wondering how uh, the robot was going to get in and then straight back to deadness. It flashes of images. We get a lot of history. Definitely good few uh, historians. Stonehenge, Van Gogh there. Violence, the reality of the human race, the most violent on planet Earth. Biggest dangers to us are ourselves. Hmm. Bill starts to think. And yeah, not the first time the Doctor uh, has seen, obviously, the first thing that came to mind for me, beginning in Matt Smith's series, uh, Doctor and Amy encountered uh, the beast below, and they found an English ship, this ten. The Star Whale. After a bit more thinking, it did occur to me. Fourth Doctor, Sarah Jane and Harry, encountered uh, others who had left the Earth in uh, the Ark in space. A classic episode, which I would highly recommend. Part of Tom Baker's first season of the Doctor. Truly amazing. From um, and just as the Doctor is a, he just sees the reflection behind him. Ah! And it just grabs on. this point I wonder why Bill isn't just running to get him as quickly as possible after hearing this Doctor so very quick on his feet there to uh, get himself out of any trouble though and jam that spanner in there oh yes Quite what is there another kid doing that? <laughs> he means everybody. This ship had uh, a lot of people on it. carrying <coughs> a large chunk of the human race. Gradually frozen like a, 
they always are. Survivors of planet Earth. Good way to treat most of the population alive. And suddenly they let the child just waltz off. Surprised he stays out of trouble for as long as he does. Yes, it could, uh, really could have been the end of the human race as we know it. Lovely little uh, cameo here from Ralph Little. Obviously, uh, very, very good actor. Been in the uh, royal family, one of his most famous roles. Little known fact, he also uh, was a voice actor in Doctor Who The Adventure Games. Uh, it was an online game where he voiced uh, Guy Fawkes in the Gunpowder, Gunpowder Plot game. They were all happy, weren't they? Once again, apologies for a phone call. <laughs> I think that's a record. And they died, and it does make sense when you think about it. You program a robot to see anything that isn't happiness as wrong, wanting to make you feel happy. So that's what they did. Makes perfect sense. They, the, a, a new robot wouldn't realise what grief is. It sees grief as unhappiness. So straight away, it thinks that that is not right. That that is wrong. Grief was the plague that killed the uh, the farmers and. The, First, one's woken. Yes, it is, Doctor. Grief can be the enemy of happiness. And the Vardis did what they thought they should. 
then all of those people died. One day, generations in a day, and the magic haddock again. Massacre of the, one of the last human guys. And Doctor has to stop it. And as a professor, he's gotten quite good at lecturing over his time. But unfortunately, humans, there is a slight problem with them. They do, as a, we as a species do seem to uh, shoot first, ask questions later. Especially when you're the first of the humans who have gone away from Earth on a ship. What else would you do? You think they're attacking them, you don't understand? You want to defend yourself? Grab a gun. I think they're just going to shoot their way through the robots. If there is a difference. <laughs> Only now she thought about the boy. Yeah, they come the first group with their weapons. Conflict resolution now. Really putting the doctor and Bill to the test. And only Bill's second adventure and her first away from present day Earth. Echoing back to the beginning of the episode. Just smile, just try and smile, and the first shot fired. And they're under attack. Self defense now. In come the windows and the walls and the ceiling. And fire. They are alive. Light, another light bulb moment there, lovely. I love the uh, occasion of the light bulb. 
really signifying the genius idea in there. Oh, lovely little chess reference there. Doctor does like to uh, not finish his games of chess. I believe the fourth Doctor didn't finish too many games with K9 and his other companions that he played with. Magic Haddock, essentially a uh, tale of three wishes. And what seems to be a uh, sad tale of a man and his three wishes. Although it took a very interesting uh, change when we see what his third wish was that it simply was to not have the first two wishes happened the reset button there is always a reset button and Robots are essentially a computer, so he, um, yeah, carry on with your explanation, Doctor. He, um, yeah, thanks, Bill. He turned it off and on again. Almost felt like that was a uh, IT crowd reference there. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Fixes most computer problems. Yeah. Reset it or, you know, upgrade patch. If you're uh, the Ninth Doctor in, in uh, London in the middle of a world war, and you have some little nanogene bots. But anyway, different episode. Yeah. You are going to have to... Uh, agree to overlook that they killed your people because as the doctor puts it they don't know who you are now they don't know what they've done in their past they need to work together now for this brave new world that they've both started together and just smile that was what was originally intended to happen on this planet. <laughs> ah, Doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a massive fan of them either. Money. Pounds. You know, just in case you've forgotten what country this was made in. Here we are. Back on the TARDIS. Saved another world and set up another section of the future of the human race. To hopefully live in peace. But with that many guns, who knows for a while.
and well, yeah. Yeah, as we know, the Doctor isn't always the best steerer of the TARDIS, but and the second occurrence of snow already in this series. I just think they were trying to hide the fact they haven't filmed the Christmas episode yet. But I do wonder, is this the Doctor's bad piloting, or is this another situation of, um, you know, an elephant standing on the Thames? Or uh, rather another situation of the TARDIS taking the Doctor where he needs to be. As we will see Bill's first experience of the past, as we see on next, next time trailer. Period costumes, something the BBC always seems to do well. Looks very interesting, it looks very different, and that just makes me eagerly anticipate episode three. We still wait to get into the real bulk of the series and still wait to see some of those big old villains that we were teased about for this season and series rather as a whole but as that reached the end of the commentary for episode 2 I thoroughly enjoyed that episode I I will obviously uh, record and put up my official review of it in the coming days um, I enjoyed that episode I think it was probably a bit light on the plot Not wasn't a lot covered in that episode probably I'll talk about this more in my review tomorrow I probably would say I preferred episode 1 but I enjoyed this episode I'm still loving Bill and Capaldi's Doctor together I think they're absolutely amazing I love the emoji bots I will talk about all of that in more detail in my episode review but I hope that you enjoyed <coughs> this commentary of Doctor Who Series 10 Episode 2 Smile and that's all I would have to say to you as you uh, go on your way just smile every once in a while it will give you a much nicer outlook on the world uh, please leave a like comment and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes uh, and you can find me at tales underscore tardis on twitter or via email at tales from the tardis podcast at gmail.com thank you for listening i've been scott summers and i will see you next time thank you and goodbye <laughs>